All right, Cheesehead Nation, we are back after week 10 here. Just got done with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gotcha. We are looking forward to another big AFC South showdown. Um, yeah, we got everybody here this week. We're not missing anybody. Yeah, just the first time in a couple of weeks. Last right? time, but first time caller, long time listener. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but be sure to check us out on YouTube at Sharp Cheddar Green Bay and on Twitter and Instagram at Sharp Cheddar GB. And before we get started, let's. We're really we're, we're most we're mostly a, an IG Instagram kind of crowd though. Yeah. All right. Let's crack it, boys. <laughs> All right. Here. Woo. I am hitting the bottom of my fridge. I don't know what I'm drinking. It's some kind of IPA. It's not bad, though. That's, that's pretty it's good. got a cute little can. Classic. I got a little, little spotted cow again. I'm also going nice. with cow. What? How come I can't get some of this? Christina won it last week at the at the bar. That's right, yeah. Matt, what about you? That's nice a, little Guinness right here. Yeah. You're not going to pour that into a, a, a glass? doesn't do anything technically, but I like it in the bottle. I'm fine with it. Huh. Yeah, I went, yeah, I went to the Irish pub down the street from my house last week and got some Guinness out of, a, out of the tap. It was great. Nice. Missed doing that. I still haven't won at the raffle. I feel like Matt this year. I haven't won <laughs> once. And we've been. I've been popped the last two years. I'm over that, baby. We're over that. I won last week. I won the halftime shot. We downed that bad boy. I won again, Hank. I'm nice. not going to say I'm in a raffle uh, slump yet. I'm going to wait another game, and then, and then we'll reassess. But look, looking forward to the, the second half of the season. Raffle. Well, speaking of the raffle and the games, let's get right into the first quarter, guys. We had what I would consider to be a really ugly win against the Jaguars this past week. I think we should have had it a little bit better than we did. What are your thoughts, Joe? Win ugly all the way to first place, baby. I don't give a fuck. I mean, yeah, it, it obviously wasn't ideal. Um, the weather is going to make it a closer game. I mean, the Jags have lost eight in a row now. Like, they're going to show up. I don't know. But the thing that makes it even is when your two best players turn the ball over, which I'm not concerned about, but that is why it was close. They score. And then the, they had the special teams touchdown. It's just kind of an anomaly of a game. I'm not worried about Tay or Rodgers turning the ball over in the future. So just kind of a, a bummer there, but pull out the win. That's all that matters. I mean, all of that is, it's just, I was more concerned with like our energy level and just like we were smiling during the game. That got me pissed off and went on a nice little rant at the bar about that. I don't understand how you're smiling when you're fucking tied to the Jaguars. Like if you have Super Bowl aspirations, that team literally played to try to get Trevor Lawrence. We're playing for a Super Bowl and we're fucking smiling as we're tied. That to me is crazy outside of all of the ins I mean, and outs, which I agree with your analysis, yeah. Joe, but I, that's crazy. I think, Matt, when you did that at the bar, I was, like, right behind you, and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. But I think that just shows that we were we were still confident. We still got the, the job done. Like, we still enjoyed playing the game. And, yeah, I was pissed that we were tied to the Jaguars, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, Joe, you kind of hit it on the head when you said, obviously, the weather is going to make, make it much closer. And then you have the special teams touchdown, which is – probably to me the most concerning part of the game 
The offense <laughs> had the two turnovers, but it's Devontae and Aaron. I don't foresee that being a trend or anything. Uh, the defense, I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised with. Um, obviously, the weather is going to help them a little bit, but only giving up 260 yards. Uh, they only gave up one TD. Uh, so I, I, and they came up big at the end of the game. So, um, <clears throat> fuck it, Omar, your turn. Yeah, I I agree with Hank. Even though it is the Jaguars, you know that they, they did only the the defense did only give up that 260 yards in the entire Aaron Rodgers era. The defense has only been as good as they were on Sunday 29 times. And they've only been that good three times in the Matt LaFleur era. Against Chicago week one last year, Minnesota wow. 16, and last week. What was the name of their quarterback, Omar, who played for the Jaguars last week? We still don't know his oh, name. Oh, uh, Lutton or something. That's exactly my point. That's crazy. Luton. The fucker Luton. isn't going to throw for 400 yards, dude. But they still hey, ran all over our I, defense. I, complete, I completely understand that they were playing a highly inferior team. But we, did, we already talked about the two turnovers by Rodgers and Devontae. Those yeah, happened essentially yeah. like at midfield or closer to our goal line. So we were giving them a short field to begin with. We essentially spotted them 21 points. As far as I'm concerned, if you if you include the touchdown or the punt return for the touchdown, yeah, their offense didn't do shit otherwise. Um, I just wanted to say the, the fucking punt return, <laughs> J.K. Scott, like, what is he doing running towards the guy and then like backing away? Like, bro, just, just <laughs> dive for his shoelaces like every punter does and like hope for the best. Like, throw up a fucking arm and like see what happens. <laughs> that was embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, the, our special teams are fucking awful. And it, it's, it's not going to get any better if Swerve Nervin isn't able to come back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, I, I, I still don't think the defense played all that well. I mean, they had some pressure on them from the turnovers that we, we forced them into. Um, obviously, they got the job done on the last drive. But, like, why all of a sudden is Preston Smith getting sacks and pressure only on the last drive when it really matters? Where is that all game long? Like, I don't think Preston Smith's going to be that much longer on the team, personally. He is not living up to his contract. Well, let's get into that. So let's jump jump into the second quarter, because that's the second quarter where we stand kind of in these nine weeks, and I think Preston Smith's kind of a big topic of conversation with that. I don't don't see any reason why we would play – why we wouldn't play Rashawn Gary over him at this point. It, you, you okay, know. so so you're gonna gonna criticize another one of our players. You're just you guys <laughs> are ready to criticize you guys, Gary. Gary has exceeded I mean, him. You three have to be the most <laughs> negative Packers. Don't put fans me into this. No. No I just said no Gary has exceeded you. him. That's it. No one likes criticizing Packers as much as Packers fans. It's ridiculous. I mean, I think that you guys are lower on our team than Vikings fans. Just today, you guys were just talking shit about Equinamius. You're talking shit about Dexter. Equinamius, we were. Name a positive thing about him. Name one positive. I got the receipts. I got the receipts. Last night, Omar texted Bear down to the group. 
Uh, Omar yeah, that said Jude is the worst GM in the NFL. Matt said Lowry and Linebacker. <laughs> wow, Hank came prepared. Joe said A.J. Dillon is our worst draft pick ever. Uh, Omar and <laughs> Matt were saying that we just have a bad culture and we're suffering the consequences. <laughs> My God, you guys. I stand by all that. I stand by in it is, it is insane. We are 7-2, and two, sitting at the number one seed in the NFC right now with a three-game lead in the North. We are looking beautiful, and you guys can't do anything but talk shit. Come on. I, that hey. was part of what we were talking about is, I mean, we have to – I think, would we all agree we have to get a number one seed? I think if we don't get that by – come, come through Lambo. It's, it's going to be tough. I think if it comes through Lambeau, I'm, I'm very optimistic about it. I think all the players that you just named are bottom roster players. I think, I think it's right for any fan group to complain about their bottom roster groups that are starting. But, you know, on the opposite end, I fucking love Devontae. Devontae and Aaron have been the fucking killers to these nine weeks. Yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't take a lot of uh, balls to say that you support two of the greatest yeah, players no. in the league <laughs> slash all time. Come on. Come on, hey, can you honestly tell me that you are not disappointed in the way our defense is playing? Uh, with Kevin King and Jair Alexander out, we can't come up with any other players to play in the secondary. Of course there are things that I would like to see us improve upon, but I think harping on only those things and not enjoying the fact that we're 7-2. and two. And, and you, like, our defense, you're, you're treating them as if they're the Seahawks defense, number 32 in the league. <laughs> Our defense is ninth in yards per game and 15th in points per game. Ooh, is I, it great? No. It'd be nice to be top 10 in, or top five in both categories, Hank. Yeah. You're right. It would be great, and we should keep improving. I'm not saying that our team is perfect, but okay. to focus and treat the team like they're dog shit, to pretend that we're the Detroit Lions is a joke. <laughs> I refuse to be classified with Omar and Matt because I have always been on the more conservative. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think with you was, as an optimist. Okay. When I was looking at the text, Joe, you are actually more negative than Matt. I was kind of surprised. Oh! Oh, this, is, this is fake. Omar news. is by far the biggest pessimist. I. But yeah, I'm third. You, you actually edged out Matt. <laughs> I got on a tear like a couple weeks ago about Equinamius because he fucked me earlier on this season. I said he was going to be one of those players that made a leap. He has failed miserably. Along so with Dexter Williams, agree. Notre Dame guy, Hank, you're Notre Dame guy. No, but all I wanted to say to end that conversation was we're just finding our voice as a podcast. You know, we're, we're trying to navigate. We're trying to make a splash. Sometimes you got to say some bold things. So we're just going to find that, that more positive voice, guys, as a podcast. Joe, you could be clickbait. I think it's for me. I see the potential of this team, and I guess I'm disappointed by the parts that I'm seeing can be our detriment moving forward. I think that's – and it comes off, I agree, it's definitely the negative aspects of it. Like our third wide receiver, whoever that is going to be, like I, I just – these parts I feel are going to be our detriment, and we're going to wonder in eight weeks what happened. Well, I think it kind of goes back to – yeah. You're starting a guy named Larry in Lancaster. Your third wide receiver is, I don't know, Joe Gergen. Like, I don't fucking know who's like, <laughs> okay. going to start. Aquarius gets 50% snap count last week and can't get one ball. Like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but MVS, like, that was a big game for him. And I'll, I hope that needs to be what we get. If we can get that plus Laser D coming back, like, that's, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, Laser D coming back, I think, is going to be huge for us. I love Laser D. There you go, Hank. Optimism. I love everything about the dude. Um, I, him coming back is going to be awesome. 
I am a little, and by a little, I mean very concerned about the fact that Devontae had to take a few snaps off last week. Cause yeah, is he, what's, what's his status? We got to I have not read maybe. anything about it. I haven't heard anything about it. Well, he uh, came back after, so he's playing. Like, he came back yeah, after. Yeah, that's because we needed him to, Matt, because we were losing to the fucking Jaguars. The Jaguars. Yeah, so he'll have to play every game for the rest of his eternal life. I mean, but, but Matt, you mentioned MBS, and he, we've gone on a couple of rants about him before. And he has been part of our potential negativity and the attitude there for a while. For a good reason. He's dropped a couple third downs. And he's dropped a couple easy 10-yard passes. And again, in the hands. He, had a, he had a career game. What, it was like 150-plus yards or something and the huge 78-yard bomb. Uh, only four catches. And, yeah, good for him. He still seems to only want to catch the ball when it's like a super long touchdown. Yeah. Like, don't Which is mind fine. The, if that's the player yeah. that he's going to be, like, let him, let's use him in that way. I know some of that could be the way that we're using these players. But, I mean, yeah. outside of MVS, Lazard, and Devontae, like, we really don't have anybody that can catch the ball. He is – but MVS I mean, is getting better. One, one thing he's that – getting I, better. One thing that I found really interesting, in the six quarters – where we had Aaron Rodgers, Devontae, Aaron Jones, and Jamal all healthy, we, and Lazard. We've only had those five all healthy at the same time for six quarters. We got 60 points in those six quarters. Damn. If, if we can stay healthy, we yeah. have a historic offense in the making. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We, like cannot get out of this, in, we cannot get out of this In quarter. addition, before, before we move out, before we move on to halftime, I feel like we have to touch base on one of the staples of that offense, David Bakhtiari, sticking around for a few, few more. Yeah, sticking around for a few more years, getting that massive contract that he deserves because he is the best left tackle in the game. So that's awesome. Yeah, I was, I was going to say we cannot leave this quarter without bringing him up. I think that alleviates a lot of that negativity that I was saying before when I was saying, you know, do our, stuff. Gudikins is a dumbass and never does anything. He finally did something, so you know that's a thing. Do we was is it like four years or something? Like what do we? It's like four years, one hundred five million or something. That's awesome. Yeah. Do we think that that means we're not bringing back Aaron Jones? Yes. Yeah. I think it guarantees it. Yeah. I hope. Right. Not. I think there's a chance we bring back Jamal. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's what that deal did. Unless unless Aaron Jones is willing to give us a huge hometown discount kind of thing, I I, I, I unfortunately think he's on his way out. So this we gotta make we gotta make the rest of this year count. The, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Congrats to David. Um maybe I'll leave it with like what a great draft pick by Ted Thompson in the fourth round. <laughs> Future Hall of Famer, Packer Hall of Famer for sure. Who? Who? Aaron Jones or Ted Thompson? No, David Bakhtiari. <laughs> oh, I was like, what are you talking about? All right. All right, guys, let's get into halftime here. As always, let's start out with, the, with, the, with our shout-outs. But, so I don't buckle this time. We're going to start with Hamilton's, who <laughs> – has been putting up with us all year, even though we're, you know, they're very light on attendance, even though we've been, you know, funding everything they do. But 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Hammies, for all of our listeners who have not been there. Hamilton's Bar and Grill on Capitol Hill, Lambo on the Hill. Um, best Packer Bar in D.C., best Packer Bar in the world, in my opinion. Um, yeah, great game days. If you haven't been there or you have not been going there because, you know, of COVID, they've actually been doing a lot to make sure they're everybody's safe and everything. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got to say before I do my shout-outs, I missed the last episode. Did not appreciate all the non-Packers talk that you fuckers did. No one listens <laughs> to that shit. Um, and, yeah, Omar, you did buckle. You buckled on the outro. I want to call you out on that. It was embarrassing. And defend myself. Hey, I, I saved it, though. Good. I'm glad. Um, but I need to mention this publicly that I did do the chant at the Niners game last Thursday. You got uh, Omar. Omar is the only witness here. Fuck. Omar, you need to attest that I did the chant. Uh, no, I was there. Hank was there. Okay. We, dude, you haven't shown up to the bar. We don't know this, Hank. You need to, you need to mark this down. <laughs> Um. Anyways, uh, hey, what are you saying, Joe? Let's get to some chats. Come on, man. What are you saying? Well, of course, Jayville. I, I the Jayville has been. I've been missing the taste of their juicy, juicy tubed meats. Um, we need to tailgate again here soon. Um, we need to get an afternoon game, and I think it's going to be the Eagles though we were talking about, unfortunately. But Johnsonville brats, the best, the only brat in the game, the official, unofficial sponsor, and bratwurst of the, of the Sharp Trader Green Bay podcast. My my second shout out guys goes to um, Lambo West, the Buffalo Chip. I, I've given them sh- a shout out before. Little bar out in Cave Creek, Arizona. Did a little uh, Instagramming with them the other day. They posted uh, the picture I posted from them early on, from when we started this thing up. And I'm actually going out there next week. Not sure I'm going to make it to the bar for the Colts game because of COVID, but um, good to see we got some love, you know, out west. Hopefully, you're but- able to watch it then. Yeah, Sharp Cutters nationwide, so. Yeah, Miller and uh, New Glarus, like I said last time, it's a race to see which one of you can ship me free beer first, and then I will make that the exclusive beer of this podcast. So uh, let me know if you want to win that title. Cool. I got nothing. Let's jump into uh, our lightning round then. Well, yeah, wait, so think, last no, 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 no. What the fuck are you guys doing? We have to take a shot. Oh yeah, sure. Sorry, you're right. And I have, and I have some words to say for the shot. Damn it. Oh wow. <laughs> All right. What are everybody doing for their shot? I am once again, Rand Marnier. When are you gonna be done with that bottle, dude? Dude, you see how big <laughs> the bottle is? <laughs> it's only for margaritas. Matt, I'm still uh, working on your uh, Barton's peach schnapps. Looks good. Keeping it tropical. Got some home-infused bourbon. Um, cool. I just wanted to say RIP to a couple of Packer Hall of Famers, Herb Adderley and, and Paul Horning, the golden boy. RIP. Cheers. Hank, Hank's golden boy. Five. Cheers to that. Yeah, do you guys go. have a problem with that Notre Dame grad? No, he's, he's good with us. Go Pack Go. No, players that produce are fine and catch the ball and run more than three hey. plays before tearing an ACL. I really wanted us to sign another Notre Dame grad, but Goody didn't do it. If you read, like, uh, 
when pride still mattered and stuff like that. Some of the stories you hear from from the Golden Boy in, in those days, him like sneaking out with Max McGee to go like fucking get wasted and find chicks and, just, and then go win like a championship afterwards. It's awesome. <laughs> All right, Golden so Boy. Let's get it was rumored right that he he did not he went home with a different lady every night. That is that is a rumor. That, that is a rumor. All right. Or like when uh, Lombardi calls like uh, President Kennedy to like get him back from the army base in time to play a game. That's pretty epic. All right, lightning round. We're gonna let's go into the game picks from last week. We started doing this when Joe was gone, and we're gonna continue doing it because I thought it was pretty fun. Wait, I haven't been gone. What are you talking about? For those of you who are not aware or who didn't listen in last week, DraftKings has this feature where you can uh, – it's a free pool, and you can pick each and every game on the Sunday slate, picking, you know, trying to guess who's going to win and who's going to cover the spread. So last week, Matt and I went on IG Live from the bar and made our picks. Hey, I was there too, you fucker. I made my picks. <laughs> you had no idea what was going on, Joe. You I still made gonna... my picks. I bet my picks are better than your Omar fat picks. <laughs> <laughs> my my biggest surprise of the week, I think, to have been the Patriots game. Yep. Hank, did you make your picks last week? I did, but I can't pull up the app on my phone because I'm using my phone to record right now. Okay. Matt, or Omar, I'm going to look at my picks. I'm going to go back to the IG Live we posted mark my picks and then go back and see how I performed against you. How Sounds many did you good. get? How many did you get right? Both got seven. Got seven right. All right. I probably got eight. I'll, I'll, I'll get this. I'll probably, <laughs> I probably, probably got 12. <clears throat> for our listeners out there that are little G fans, I will have the information for you next week. Yeah. So the, the Patriots <laughs> game, I, I was, I thought that for sure the Ravens were going to cover. Um, I don't remember what the six and a half point spread. I believe it was. I was I was very shocked that the Patriots pulled that one out. I was also really surprised by the Arizona Cardinals game. I would have won that one had that Hail Mary yeah. happened, but I don't want to play the fucking Cardinals, dude. I would much rather play the Seahawks in the playoffs big time. Yeah. Matt, were there any more that surprised you from the spreads? Yeah, definitely the Ravens. Like that that's has to the Ravens I think are becoming this team that on national TV they just buckle. I don't know what it is. This isn't their first time that this has happened. They've been a large spread in a playoff game or a big night on national TV. The Titans game like comes to memory. They haven't really beaten the Chiefs yet. Yeah, I, I'm really pissed about that game because I put good money on that. So yeah, I'm pissed. <laughs> I mean, that'll never happen again. Fuck the Ravens. We weren't picking this because it was this Thursday night game, but we're also going to talk about a thing that's related to the fucking Packers that we're all here for in the first reason is the Colts' big win over the Titans. We're just going to avoid that one. So let's jump into that third quarter then. I'm cool with that. Third quarter. Crack your beers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. I had to I had to switch to Natty Bow. I didn't bring it up up enough uh like cows. Anyway, Indianapolis. Joe, kick us off here. I have not done like like is as is tradition, I have not done my research on the Colts, but uh 
They've got a guy named Philip Rivers who's as consistent as he can get, just a grinder, um, kind of a Brett Favre-like quarterback. It's hard to not like the guy. Do not compare um, him to Brett Favre. That is beyond ridiculous. To He's, he has the second most consecutive starts behind him. He still needs like 80 starts, but um, anywho's. I'm not comparing his quality. I'm just his his grinder mentality. Um, I don't know. I mean, they got a good defense. Jonathan Taylor from from the Badgers. But other than that, I don't know. They're, they're clearly playing well, though. It's going to be a good test. I mean, I mean it's going to be our – I think our best test against a top-tier defense. Uh, their defense looks really good this year. I still think, especially getting back Lazard, having – Devonte, Aaron Jones. Um, I, I like our offense's chances. Um, we don't know and, if and, gonna play yet, but yeah, I think if they activated him, he'll play. You're you're right, but I think so. Yeah, uh, and then, it, as far the as season. their offense goes, their their offense is kind of mediocre. I mean, Rivers has 11 touchdowns and seven picks. It's not great. I, I see a nice interception or two come in this game and then Jonathan Taylor only has four rush touchdowns this year like their their yeah. offense is very mediocre uh their defense is great I think it'll be a good test for our offense but I think we'll be able to win that I think frankly they the Jaguars offensive line which the only player who I think would start on another NFL team was Cam Robinson left tackle for the Jags and he was actually hurt for some of that game the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in football. So, like, if we got beat up, I think they just beat us in the trenches last week from an offensive line perspective. It wouldn't matter who's behind them at running back. Like, I think this is going to be a good test for our defensive line and our offensive line on both fronts because their defense, their front seven, is one of the best in the NFL as well. So, it's like our two biggest, biggest weaknesses are the rush D uh, – yeah, I think Rushy. I'll even just go with Rushy right now. I think that's one of our biggest weaknesses, and just playing a good defense. We have this, and then the two Bears games. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty nervous about this one, to be honest. So, like, the the defense has been playing lights out. The first, you know, five six weeks of the season, they were playing a little bit better than they're playing now, but they're still playing very well. I mean, even that, gamers, though. I don't know any of their names. Because you don't know any team or player yeah, outside of the Packers. Like, they're I'm big just, I'm just wondering, who, I'm wondering, who are their game players? Mars Buckner, uh, Darius Leonard. Okay, okay. Yeah, so even since just week six, like, they've been allowing 223 yards passing a game, 99 yards rushing. They've only been allowing 22 points a game. I mean, they, they someone, haven't been – Can someone check that, please? They haven't been playing <laughs> top-notch competition here. But let me, let me put into perspective here. So if they, if, if they hold us to their season averages of 199 pass yards and 92 rush yards, in Rodgers' career, he averages 12 points a game, going all the way back to 2008. I mean, I, I think just pulling those stats, I think, agreed. If they hold us that, they win that football game. Oh, yeah, way too many numbers. I don't think it's real. I think our offense is better than the teams they have played. I have more faith in our offense. I agree. I agree. But let's just look back to that Bucks game that happened a few weeks ago. Yeah. 
they that team did hold us to their averages, and we scored ten points. Yeah, so, we also had a shit game in terms of turnovers. If we yeah, if our offense plays like shit, we lose. That's good analysis. What do you think, Hank? Yeah, I don't foresee Aaron <laughs> throwing two picks, one pick, three picks. I don't care how many. He's not throwing any picks in a dome. He's going to tear them up. Um, I, I don't know if I see a huge rushing game for us, but I could see quite a few uh, receiving yards for Aaron Jones. I think a lot of a lot of good screen action coming this week. Um, and, and having – I mean, if – MVS is coming off a couple big weeks. If Lazard's back and fully healthy and Devontae's healthy, I don't think it matters if they have a good front seven because I don't think we'll let their front seven touch one of our ball carriers. So let me throw another one at you here. If they, if they just hold down the rushing game and we're, we just can't run on them, they just hold us under, under their averages for rushing yards and we're still able to pass – in the LaFleur era, we averaged 23 points, and we have a 4-7 and seven record. We have losses to the Chargers, Niners, and the Bucks in the regular season. Those were all bad losses. So I'm really hoping that you guys are right, and I'm just being a pessimist again. But I mean, this is the healthiest our team has been, too. So if we can't do it with how healthy our team is, I don't know when, what will a time be that we will. Yeah. Like, this is the healthiest our team's probably going to be for the rest of the year. Like, I, I don't know who, who – what name a player who's probably not going to play outside of maybe Irvin? Like, is I think Jair everyone else back? is really is supposed Kevin to play. Is Kevin King going to be back? Let's assume Jair and Kevin King are back, which I think they're supposed to. If they're back, like, I, I think there's back, no – because yeah. this is our team. Yeah. I have faith more – I have faith in our team to figure this out against Philip Rivers. If they have another quarterback, I'd be more concerned. Yeah. Given their – defense all eyes are going to be on if Devonte is 100 percent um and then yeah i mean I'm, I'm still worried about our our rush d like matt said earlier on um every week i don't know yep <laughs> Which episode pretty, every pretty week? Yeah. yeah but they're to me their offense has been so lackluster that even if they do have a great o-line and hand the ball off a hundred times like if it were that easy, they would have done that to everyone else. That no, that that's true. Their offense is not very good. Their offense is averaging twenty-one points a game when playing a defense similar to ours. So no, 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 no. We're gonna go through this episode postscript and fact check for our listeners everything that Omar said. Just, just for clarity. Yeah. So if if we're able to put up over twenty-one points, I think we win the game. Okay, so what, how much do you think we score then, Omar? Let's get into predictions. Let's yeah. get into predictions. Omar, kick it off. You guys are not going to be happy with this, but I think this is going to be our third L. I think it's going to be 14 21. Damn. Wow, Omar, you are really bringing the negativity. I don't think there's right, any well, one your offense can't put up 28. So I'll go. Okay. I'll go 28 24, us. Yeah, with a healthy, with a healthy offense, with all our all our weapons, with Jones, Lazard, Laser D, uh, Devonte, and now that MVS seems to have found his groove, um, I, I'm looking at 34, 20. Yeah, 
I'll just I'll just stick with my usual ninety nine to zero. But I agree with Hank. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I really hope you guys are right. I really hope I'm wrong. But that's what the stats say. Our yeah, stats are is that your heart thirty five plus points. I mean I mean even without the stats, I'm really nervous about our our offense the way that it plays against defenses like that. We we have good defenses? Like, yeah. Yeah, but we did it one time, and we were missing a lot of pieces in that game. Well, what what about the Chargers last year? I mean, if we – oh, That Chargers was last year. Twice? I don't think they're a good defense either. It, before yeah. we kick it around to other shit going on in the league, like, this is one of our bigger games. Obviously, the two Bears games are always going to be bigger than any other games. We still got to play the Lions. And we still got to play the Titans. Titans. Like, the Colts just handed it to the Titans. This is the biggest game now yeah. that we've got left on the schedule. Fuck yeah. the Eagles. Fuck the Panthers. Those teams the are Bears. Big. Fuck the Bears, too. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, yeah, it's so, a big game. It, it, it just became a really big game, yeah. yeah. I didn't look at this game beginning of the season and say, oh, Colts, circle that one. But uh certainly is now. And I, I think that if we – can win this. I mean, we obviously started off so hot and then we've kind of gotten, gotten comfortable playing some mediocre football the last few weeks, like win here, loss here, win here, loss here. And right now we're at two. If we can start to turn this into a win streak, then that's a huge difference maker. If, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to go into the bears game being like, what? And then we play the Eagles. I mean, like this, like we have extremely winnable games after this. So I want the team to show up, obviously, in full force this week because the Bears are fucking terrible. God damn it! All right. So speaking of the Bears, should we get into the fourth quarter with around the league? We absolutely should. Yeah. Let's talk about that shit show of a game last night. No, let's talk about how you guys are rooting for the Bears. What the fuck? Yeah. Because they're not going to win any more games. Like, I think the Vikings actually pose a threat. And thankfully, they traded that Jaguars defensive end, or they'd actually be a threat to us. But I agree. I don't think the I, Bears are any threat. I don't think they're I, any threat whatsoever. So that's why I would Nick rather have them win. Is hurt. Like, yeah, but it's, but we still, like, Vikings still have to win a whole other game. Their schedule is easier, too, the Vikings. Yeah, but I'm not – I honestly, I don't see too much of a threat from within the North, even even making the playoffs. I mean, you look at – we got three games up on our closest rivals, and I don't see us just, like, losing out and letting them close that gap. Uh, and then you look around the league at the West and down south with Tampa and New Orleans. I, yeah. I just don't see – I think that Minnesota may have figured it out, but I think they figured it out a little too late. I agree. <laughs> Maybe, but for Matt Nagy to have a job, I think is crazy. Him and Ryan Pace, I think to have jobs is – feel bad. I, I, I hate the Bears more than anything else. I feel bad for those fans that are like – they messed out, they missed out on Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. That's if they Can you imagine them with Pat Mahomes right now? Like, that would be fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, that would be wild. If they just had a competent person behind center. <laughs> I mean, I don't – yeah. I mean, I'm still not worried about the Vikings, too, because, like, let's remember they were one and five. So, I mean – and they still have to play the Saints. 
I mean, we still have to play the Bears twice. That's why it's more important, like, to get them down. We still have to play our arch rival twice in the season. Let's not forget about that. Um, and fuck the Bears more than anyone else in the world. So I'm happy with it. I actually hate the Vikings more than I hate the Bears. But I think as long as teams realize that the way to sh- slow down the Vikings offense is literally to just take Dalvin Cook out of the equation, that's fine. Our defense could not do that. Mike Pett knew what was going on, and he still couldn't. Hopefully the Saints and some of these other teams can. Our personnel is nowhere near the Bears' personnel, frankly, on the defensive side of the ball. No, and maybe 2010 I, our defense was – our. It's, that's fine. Our offense is nowhere near the personnel of the Bears. Like, it's way better. Like, it's not, I don't think it's even close on either side of the football to yeah, say that. No one's stopped Alvin. Complete, Cook, yeah. complete polar opposites on either side of the ball. But – yeah, I think the Bears, the Bears and the Vikings, I agree with Matt. I think that the Vikings have a better shot of actually making a run down the stretch than the Bears do. The Bears are essentially dead in the water at this point. <laughs> lost last night, they would have been dead in the water, and the Bears still would have lost a bunch of games down the stretch. So, yeah, I, I don't see how – But but the Vikings are still a game back and have to play the Saints. Like, I – I just disagree. Yeah. I, I, I share I mean, your concern, I just, but. I just don't see anyone within the division posing that big of a threat to us. Uh, I'm obviously looking around the NFC with, uh, with some of those other teams being the threats. I'm hoping that yeah. they just beat up on each other enough that they kind of remove themselves from contention. And I think that's going to happen out West, but down, down South, now that the, Saints and Bucks have already finished playing each other. I, I think that they both play the Chiefs, which is going to be huge. Um, but yeah. a, aside from that, I, I don't see too much of a challenge for the the Saints unless they yep. get tripped up by Matt they Ryan. They just lost Drew Brees. Yeah, I don't know how much I trust Jameis Winston playing your division rival twice in that three weeks. Man, dude, yeah. gonna happen, so. I, I do think I think I think the Saints are going to have a big game this week. Like Jameis Winston does have a big arm. He's like your boy Brett Favre. He's coming out of <laughs> coming out of nowhere. Okay, <laughs> so much Packers hate. I can't wait to be clear. When you don't win one week in DraftKings, you're going to get on this airway and tell the truth that Brett Favre's way fucking better than Jameis Winston. <laughs> I hope your kids inevitably listen to this and go, what was daddy saying during this? Because this is horseshit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, big, big loss in Drew Brees having the punctured lung and, and fractured ribs. We'll see if it can bounce back. I'm just, like, looking at the standings, like, the Vikings aren't even 500. And, like, yeah, they've won three in a row. They're not even 500. Like, get to 500 and then I could be concerned about you. Easy wins still baked in, so that puts them at seven. And then they keep playing the way they are. They can put them in 10 and 5 and make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they pose a threat to us winning the division. I, to be clear, I don't think that's a case. But, I don't want to play them. See, in the I, don't, I don't think that 10 and 6 makes the playoff in the NFC this year. I think with Seattle, the Rams, and Arizona all sitting at what, 6 and 3, 7 and 2 right now? Or are they all 6 no, and 3? They're all 6 and 3. They're all 6 and 3. Yeah. I see, I, I see all of them finishing 11 and 5 or better. Um, so unless Minnesota wins out, which is possible, but I just don't think no, that's going to happen. It's not possible. Uh, I, I don't see them sneaking in. I don't see the Bears sneaking in. Um, Dude, I, I just the don't Bears see that. Are five and five. So my, my biggest concern is 
the West and the South. Yeah, yeah. I, I, hey, I agree. The West in particular. I, I would not want to play the Cardinals right now. I wouldn't want to play the Rams. The Rams' defense is legit. Like, I mean, I, I would rather play the Rams than the Buccaneers again, even though I think man. Tom is overrated and old and geriatric. Their defense is doing better than the Rams right now. I mean, it, it, if you look West, at yards. Yeah. I don't like the West I, right now. That's for sure. I, I agree that the conference as a whole is better, but I think that one-on-one we match up way better against those teams than we do against Tampa or a healthy New Orleans. I agree. Oh, yeah. Healthy New Orleans would also be a problem, yeah. Let's see how it shakes up, because I think the West still needs to play each other a lot. We obviously still need to play the Bears. I, I, I was claiming the Bears were going to be 8-8 eight and eight when they were 5-1, and one, and now I don't even think they're going to make it. I don't think they're going to even make 8-8, eight and eight. but no. that was my prediction. Yeah. Good analysis, Joe. Yeah, I mean, I mean if, you look at like, if you look at the Rams' defense, because I've heard a lot of people saying that, oh, their defense looks amazing right now, but – they're 19th in points per game allowed and seven in yards. So, like, obviously the yards is good. They're top 10. But points per game at 19, that's nothing crazy. They give up 28 to Miami, 24 to San Francisco, and 35 to Buffalo. Like, they're, they're not, like, they're good, but they're nothing that scares me. The Rams? Cool. Yeah. Let's, let's wrap it up here. I like that. A lot, a lot of football still to play, boys. All right, Joe, take us home. Sounds good. Finish your beers, boys. Cheers. Don't buckle like Omar, Joe. No pressure. I'm uh, unfortunately missing the Colts game at Hammy's, doing Thanksgiving with the fam out in Arizona, all, all COVID sensitive. But I will be back for a big Bears week. Uh, it's weird not playing the Bears until this late, but I am pumped for that game too. Um, we have a big fucking game against the Colts in Indy. Um, but yeah, before we before we wrap up here, follow us where on IG at Sharp Cheddar GB, Twitter at Sharp Cheddar GB. If you're one of the YouTubers, you can do that too. Though it's an incomplete list of episodes. Um, and yeah, go pack, go. Um, well, anything else, boys, for the crowd? Go pack, go. Dan, take us home, Joe. Right on. You buckle there. What happened? Yeah. No, no, what is this? Un- un- until next time, everyone knows the strength of the team is related to the cheddar. So stay sharp and go pack, go. Go pack, go. Go pack, go. go, pack, go.